after another little bit of a long stretch. I really hope our fans aren't too aggravated with us and uh, will give us the time to uh, complete this series. I hope so, too. Well, we've got we did two last week, but only published one. We can publish that one. Yeah, we'll publish that one on, on Monday. Monday. This one will be on Tuesday. And I would like to record. We'll do some more this weekend still. Yeah, I was going to say I'd like to record at least one today, another one today, and maybe two tomorrow. And that way we'll be set for the week, but that's up to you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the weather outside is beautiful, and I got a bicycle screaming <laughs> my name. So He's got a brand new pair of roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go find that dude with the key. Okie dokie. I think that song's about sex, isn't it? I think so, too. Okay. Which is why when he said dude, I kind of went, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to find the dude with the key <laughs> for my brand new roller skate. Not going to touch that one. I'm almost just sucking here. I'm trying not to have any feedback, and I think I heard someone laughing. Either that or just mystery uh, sounds like we used to have in our mics. All of a sudden, I heard like a laugh. And I think it was us laughing, but it like looped around back again or something. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Right. Okay. <laughs> now that I've gone insane. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So the weather is fabulous and 60 degrees um, this week. So yay. I'm, I'm done with winter. I'm done with COVID. I'm done with it all. I'm ready to, uh, you know, get into my uh, swim trunks and run into the filthy lake the moment it is warm well right now it's only 42 out but yeah it's getting there it's supposed to be uh in the 60s by the middle of the week yep we'll be swimming in no time <laughs> <laughs> by saturday at the, next saturday at the latest <laughs> yeah it'll be like warm bath water by then i i'm sure i'm sure it will be season five episode 22 swan song this is the uh season finale right it sure is a season finale. And it shows because the uh, recap starts off with your favorite song. Carry on my wayward son. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, but you've played that so much. It kind of, uh, I think it might be, it might have lost its impact on me uh, while listening to this. Yeah, no, not me ever. Because every time I hear it, I still think of my Sam and my Dean. And what's interesting is I'm reading trivia on IMDb and it says that this was supposed to be the series finale. Eric Kripke only intended this show to be five seasons long, but... Yes, I was going to ask about that if this was going to be the series finale, because that's what it looks like to me. But so Sarah Gamble, the new showrunner, took over penning it uh, from season six on, so... Yeah, well, let's get through it, because a lot happens, and... Uh... That totally makes sense. I was actually, I was, that's what I was going to ask you when we were done here. Was this supposed to be it for everything? Because it sure looks like it. Uh, during the recap, though, it's the trickster, Lucifer's, uh, our Dean going to Lisa's, uh, them learning then how to use the four horseman rings to get Lucifer back in the cage. Uh, Adam the brother is in here. It's pretty much everything, little clips of everything up to this point during the season. Pretty much the recap on the season finale has season finale has clips from most of the episodes of the season, so you kind of get caught up as to what has gone on this season, what they're going to be dealing with then in this episode. 
So the whole thing uh, then starts out. Chuck, our old buddy, the uh, the prophet that writes down in books uh, exactly what's happening to Sam and Dean, seemingly the same moment that it's happening usually. He's uh, he's talking uh, about car plants and uh, talks about the Janesville, Wisconsin car plant, which was not very far from us. No, it's not. He mentioned that on April 21st, 1967, the 100 millionth car came off the line in Janesville, Wisconsin. It was a two-door blue Chevy Caprice, and even the lieutenant governor, I think it said that time, was there to celebrate it. But yeah, I don't know if that really happened, though. I'm sure. I'm sure it was a fact. I mean, we'd have to check it out, but I'm sure they wouldn't. Why would Chuck lie? Chuck's a prophet of the Lord. But I, I just don't see why that has to do with anything. This blue Caprice. Because what does he talk about next? Well, then it's the Impala. Right. Then he says two days later, unceremoniously on the same line, comes out a 1967 Chevy Impala, which is the what he called the most important object ever. Right. Don't hit your microphone. Didn't mean to. I accidentally banged it with my soda cup. <laughs> my bad. Um. So, yeah, then he talks about how uh, Sam and Dean's dad bought the car, or some other dude bought it, and then uh, it ended up on the used lot, and then how their dad bought the car. And, yeah, that it's the most important thing ever. And now it's in the modern times. Uh, Sam's laying on the hood of the car, drinking a beer. Uh, Dean says, uh, comes up to him and says, yep, I'm in, and for your silly little plan to get rid of Lucifer. Uh, Dean goes on talking about how uh, it's always been his job to take care of Sam, but now I guess he's got to grow up and kind of accept that this is how it's going to happen. Uh, Sam says, um, he, Sam says he let him out. He should be the one to put him back in. Yes, he did say that. But, you know, technically, Dean was the first what, first seal, broke the first seal. Sam happened to break the last seal, but yeah. they, they both had their share in it. But, yes, it was <laughs> Sam falling for Ruby shenanigans that caused that final seal to be broken when he killed Lilith. Then we see uh, Sam, Dean, Bobby, and Cass. They are uh, hauling some milk jugs full of blood out of some... I don't know, just look like a factory or something. There was two demons in there um, that Bobby knew about, and so they killed him and drained him. And that's for Sam to drink to power up when he goes to uh, let Jucifer, <laughs> Jucifer, <laughs> Jucifer. <laughs> let Lucifer jump into him. Uh, Bobby reports that there's been a temperature drop in a small area of Detroit, and Dean knows that that is the place that they need to go to next. Mm-hmm. And what we found interesting, yes, is that um, they had that four gallons of blood. And there's no way, if anyone has seen the milk jug challenge, there's no way anyone can chug four gallons of blood in one sitting. I used to think that doing that milk jug challenge would be fun. But now as I'm older, I think that'd be pretty miserable. Why would anyone do that? Exactly. If you don't know what it is, you take a, you and your buddies, you all have one gallon of milk. But, you know, everyone has their own gallon. And then you all just start drinking it and try to consume the whole gallon within one hour. And pretty much within what I've seen is within 10, 15 minutes, everyone's puking. 
Right, because your stomach just can't handle that much. And so, yeah, just everyone's puking it all up. So Yeah, and it's all that fats and everything that's hard for your stomach to digest. So, yeah, your body's like just throws in the towel and is like, all right, pull the eject <laughs> button on this crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sounds like an awesome <laughs> time for hillbillies. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the episode here. The boys are uh, driving to Detroit with Cass and... Uh, He's in the back seat sleeping, which is weird that an angel's sleeping, but I guess he's still not fully healed from when he blew himself halfway to Oz or however they put it. <laughs> yeah, wherever he blew himself to. Uh, Sam points out uh, to Dean that he isn't coming back and uh, he needs to promise him not to try and rescue him from it. Like, dude, once I'm gone, just let let take the win. Let you know. That's it. That's the plan. I'll be in hell. Dean, he gets really grumpy over this idea of just not helping Sam then afterwards. Uh, But Sam makes him promise um, to not try and save him. Yeah, he says, you know, try to find Lisa. And if you're lucky, she'll take you back and just live your normal apple pie life and take care of Lisa and Ben. They show up in Detroit. Uh, Bobby found the apartment where lucifer and his buddies are holed up in bobby says goodbye to sam and then sam tells Cass to take care of dean and bobby at this point Cass just acts really confused and like a dork because he's like i can't do that (laughs) like wait what (laughs) like what are you talking about Cass? you big dummy well cassie says oh right this is where i'm supposed to lie (laughs) yeah they'll be fine great yeah, and then Sam's like, just shut up. Uh, Sam goes around back and, I guess, drinks the four gallons of demon blood at this point. Um, then they all go up into the apartment. And inside, Lucifer is there. Commercial. Back from commercial, uh, we got Chuck talking again. Like, narrating it. And uh, he's talking about the Impala. And how there's uh, still... A soldier man stuck in the ashtray. There's Legos still in the air vents. And uh, brought out that when... And Dean, I guess, totally rebuilt the car after it was smashed up. And uh, he left all that stuff in there? Right, he left all those imperfections in there. They had even, when they were little kids, carved their initials in the back, um, behind the the back seat. Um I don't know if there's like a, I can't remember how old cars used to be, like the fabric, but they pulled it back, carved their initials. And yeah, he said when Dean rebuilt it, he left all those imperfections because that is what made the Impala theirs. So after uh, Chuck's nonsense, uh, we see Sam and Dean are with Lucifer. Sam tells Lucifer that he's in on the plan. He says, yes, you can hop on in. Uh, Sam, Lucifer like knows that they have the horseman rings, calls them out. Sam tries to act dumb, but Lucifer is just like, come on, dude. I never lied to you. Why are you even trying to lie to me, <laughs> you big dummy? <laughs> and then Sam, so Sam like says yes again. The whole place fills up with light. Uh, we see Sam on the ground. Uh, Dean then uh, tosses the rings on the wall, and they like stick. Mm-hmm. And they open up this portal, tunnel, air whooshing through thing. Well, first Dean sets some sort of incantation. Yeah. Uh, So this wall, like, magically opens up and starts a vacuuming sound, I guess, back to hell. Uh, 
Dean then gets Sam up and uh, he's like, all right, well, here you go. <laughs> happy, happy landings as he jumped through the portal. Uh, Sam gets up, acts like he's going to do it, but then he stops jumping in and he turns and tells Dean, uh, he's like, oh, come on, get real. Sammy's long gone because um, now it's Lucifer inside of Sam's body. Total control. He says some sort of chant, and it closes up the wall, and that whole portal thing all just vanishes, and the rings drop to the floor. Yeah, the next we see, uh, uh, let's see, um, can't even... Well, I got Lucifer starts talking to Sam in the mirror. Right, yes, he does. Um, and it's like, it's kind of like that Lord of the Rings character. Um, Gollum? Yeah, it's like Gollum talking to himself because in one side you see like the mean evil Lucifer face, but then in the reflection, then it's the nice Sam face talking back and forth. I Totally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was kind of an interesting scene. Uh, but Lucifer and Sam are talking back and forth. Uh, Lucifer claims that Sam is his real family. And then in my notes I have blah, 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 back and forth, sort of boring. Lucifer shows off a bunch of people from Sam's past and reveals that Azaziel, the yellow-eyed demon, has been keeping track of him, keeping an eye on him his entire life. It was like his second school teacher and I think the mailman and just a bunch of folks. And an old prom date. Well, that kind of goes back. You haven't read uh, the book of John Winchester's journal, but it kind of goes back to some of the things that are mentioned in there about having demons um keeping an eye on sam as he was growing up casting bobby are watching tv and they see that armageddon has started which is weird because they were like in detroit and just wandering down the street and it was kind of that old timey scene where the t where the appliance store would have the televisions in the front because people would watch them they'd come by and actually watch the news on them but it's kind of that setup, and I'm like, I don't think those exist anymore. Nobody has a TV set in the front of their store window in Detroit. Well, we don't know. Detroit's <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I mean, come on. The black hole of the universe, and in, in the in the states, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right because that was back in the day when TVs were a new thing, um, and people would stand and watch. I'd have them out there, you know. Hey, have your own TV. You can see all this cool stuff going on. Yeah, stand out here in the cold or get your own and sit inside your house like a, an adult. Uh, but that, they were in front of one of these old-timey uh, stores, <laughs> setups, and they see that Armageddon has started. Cass is just like, meh, it was inevitable. Whatever. Lucifer and Michael, they'll battle it out, and then the blast wave will come along and kill us all. <laughs> like, Cass is just such a Debbie Downer here. Well, well I, yes, I put that in there. and said, you know, Bobby is pretty much hopeless. Um, when Dean asked Cass, you know, Cass is like something about, I suggest we imbibe in copious amounts of alcohol. But Oh, yeah, and then even Bobby, too, is like, meh. It was always a long shot. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, he said it, yeah, it was a long shot. I mean, we hardly had any hope, so if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, whatever. Uh, then we see Lucifer and Sam. They're still talking to each other back and forth in a broken mirror. Do commercial. I don't think that they were saying anything important to themselves. No, because I didn't even write notes on that. I just wrote, after Cass made the comment and talking about Bobby being hopeless, 
them when it comes back from commercials when I started writing notes again. Yeah, the whole Sam and Lucifer thing before that, it just felt like padding time. It was just them mocking each other, just jaw-jacking back and forth. It was of no consequence that I could find. Exactly. So, yeah, back from commercial. Uh, again, Chuck is narrating. Uh, is talking about Sam and Dean. And how they would hang out in the car for hours. That pretty much they were never homeless because they always had their car. Well, they talked about, you know, how they would hustle pool for money. And you know, if they had time off between jobs, they could go wherever they wanted, do whatever they wanted. Drove, we say, a thousand miles for an Ozzy concert. Drove days for some basketball games. So, yeah, pretty much they had, as long as they had the Impala, they had a roof over their heads. They were never homeless. Um, the problem is with this whole plan, why do they keep all their clothes the whole time? Well, they stop at laundromats. That's true. We have seen them at a laundromat before, haven't we? The episode where we first met Chuck, yes. Yeah. Um, so I guess they just have a couple of changes of clothes and duffel bags in the trunk all the time. Because, uh, I mean, for people that are literally living in their car for the most part, it is amazingly clean inside. The oh. moment you spend a week of life in your vehicle, it is going to be full to the brim of stuff. But I think they get they stay in enough hotels where it's not going to accumulate too much. Besides, which one of them's the neat freak that keeps all the wrappers picked out of it? Well, Dean is not a neat freak except for when it comes to baby. No one messes that car up. He doesn't allow dogs in there. I don't think he allows children in there unless he has to. That's his baby, so he takes really good care of uh, it. Ah, yeah, okay. So it would be Dean that would be making sure that at every gas station stop, you go through and clear out everything you don't need. Exactly. That's what you got to do when you live in a car, man. Take advantage of every single gas stop to uh, clean it up, do some housekeeping. I know, because I lived in a van for a summer once. It was kind of fun. Nala was with me. Big sweetie. Yeah, she loved it, I'm sure. Yeah, where is she now? What a creep. <laughs> Damn dog. She's laying on the floor behind me. Okay, so while uh, Chuck is going on with his soliloquy, the, his phone rings, he picks it up, and then he like he answers it um, with some sort of hooker name, but then it's actually Dean calling. Then there's a little bit back and forth between Chuck and uh, Dean about <laughs> his hooker that he was expecting to get a call from. And then Dean asked him about Becky, and he says, yeah, that didn't work out too well. I guess I respected her too much. But so Dean does make the comment, you know, you have a real hard time with this, you know, virgin hooker thing. <laughs> because of the fact that yeah, he's expecting Mistress Magda, whoever she is, to call when it was Dean on the phone. Yeah, so Chuck and Becky were a thing? Right, after that episode where, right, where they set up the uh, like the conference. Yeah, the, the Comic-Con sort thing. Yeah, they set up the, the Supernatural convention. Oh, I forgot at the end of that episode they were supposed to be a thing. Man, that Becky chick was weird. <laughs> <laughs> she was a virgin then? I don't know. Is if that she... what he meant by that? You have I a problem with the virgin hooker thing? Yeah, I don't know if she really was or not, but... Um... Huh. When Chuck said he respected her too much, I'm assuming that that meant that he wouldn't want to take her virginity. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. That would make sense. Uh, well, Chuck says that uh, the battle uh, that he's calling about is going to go down at Stall Cemetery just outside of Lawrence, Kansas. 
all of this stuff seems to happen around Lawrence, Kansas. Isn't that like the center of the country or something, too? Is that why all this goes down there? Well, Lawrence, Kansas is where they're from. There is, as we watch the Super Bowl, that Jeep commercial, there's a church. Um, it's not outside of Lawrence, Kansas, but a, another Kansas town. That Yes, it's... it's um, Really close to the exact center of the lower 48. Yeah, which is weird because it's a jagged outline. I don't know how you find the center of that, but... But Stull Cemetery is known for um, supernatural occurrences. Is that a real cemetery? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. We should check that out someday. It'd be fun. Uh, Bobby asks Dean what he is doing. Cass says that the only thing uh, that he will see is Michael killing Sam. Because Dean is packing up to take off to go to Lawrence, Kansas. And Dean uh, gets really sad and he's like, well, I'm not going to let him die alone. Bye. And he <laughs> takes off. We see uh, Sam slash Lucifer in the cemetery. And Adam shows up. Uh, obviously, he's uh, got Michael inside of him. And they ask each other if they're ready to fight. And Lucifer now, he stops and he's like, you know, Dad's the one that made us. And he's kind of the one making us do this. Um, this is kind of a dumb idea. We don't have to fight to the death. And then Michael's like, uh, well, I'm the good son and that's the order. So, yes, we do. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, who's the good guy in this situation? One of you seems to want to walk away and the other one's like, no, nope, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little more back and forth, and then right as it looks like they're going to fight, and I don't know if they were just going to start punching each other, and like, <laughs> just the earth was going to crumble around them, but, uh, Dean, though, he shows up in the Impala, playing Def Leppard music. Ugh. I hate Def Leppard. Who do you hate more, Def Leppard or Led Zeppelin? Oh, man, that is a toss-up. Which I'm surprised is, oh, I remember now, never mind. I say, I'm surprised that Dean didn't play Led Zeppelin because that's his character's favorite band. But I remember reading that they never play any Led Zeppelin because Led Zeppelin would not let them have the rights to play their yeah, songs. Yeah, they probably can't clear the rights on that. Um, I'm going to tell, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I dislike Def Leppard more than Led Zeppelin. Wow. I don't I, Def Leppard, I don't mind some of their songs. Dean is playing Rock of Ages. I like that one. But, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of those songs I like and not a lot. Well, there's a couple of Led Zeppelin songs I like, too, but not a whole lot. Yeah, it's got to be certain ones. And then it's totally awesome. Like, like the use of Led Zeppelin on Ragnarok kicks ass. That immigrant song, when that kicks in, amazing. But for the most part, they suck. <laughs> I don't care if they took blues and turned it into acid rock. They suck. Okay. Um, where where am I in my notes? So, yeah, Dean shows up in the Impala, drives up to them, and asks if he's interrupting anything. <laughs> and goes to commercial. Coming back from commercial, uh, Michael, inside of Adam, is really annoyed with Dean. Cass... Uh, Shows up and tosses a Molotov cocktail on Michael and burns him up. But had holy oil, holy oil in it. But you have to say what Cass said first. Um. Well, I didn't write that down. What did Cass say when? Yeah, he just said something weird when he tossed the Molotov cocktail on him. He goes, "Hey, ass butt," and then he throws. 
Hey-ass butt. <laughs> so, yeah, throws a Molotov cocktail with holy oil, and it burns out. <laughs> so Lucifer, he turns, he's like, damn it, that was my brother, man. Nobody <laughs> gets to dick with my brother except me. And then he explodes Cass all over Bobby. Because Bobby's standing next to him, and all of a sudden it's just red mist and goo everywhere. Um, Bobby looks pretty... Uh, put off by that now being covered in blood um lucifer pushes dean into the car like really hard shoves him down bobby uh pulls out the gun i, I assume that's the winchester gun the colt, the colt. I, yes yeah and uh starts uh shooting lucifer but it does nothing lucifer then kills bobby by twist by using a force twist motion of his head and uh, so breaks bobby's neck bobby drops Lucifer goes back to beating on Dean and just bringing down massive punches right on his face. Really messes him up. Lucifer, uh, what? Oh, 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 I got it. So Lucifer is uh, beating the hell out of Dean. And I mean, it's I say Lucifer, but really it's Sam and, or it's Sam's body. And then like... Uh, Sam slash Lucifer catches, uh, he spots that army man that's stuck in the back of the car seat. And then at that point, it triggers like a whole flood of memories for Sam. And it pulls Sam then up into control of his body. Did I get that part correct? Yes, you did. You got it perfect. Yeah, because you're like, hey, watch this. You're missing a lot. And I'm like, I think I know what's going on. You're right. He saw he saw the army man stuck in the ashtray, and then he did go through all the different memories. I'm carving their initials, the Legos, and all that stuff, and all the and kind of little snippets of scenes ever from the first episode of them in the car. Yeah, and then it just went faster and faster and faster until it was like every little glimpse of that car ever. Exactly. Um, so at this point, Sam is completely in control of his own body, and he has Lucifer trapped now inside of his body. Sam does the horseman rings thing, uh, throwing the rings onto the ground, which causes the same wall portal, except now it's in the ground and it's like a great big hole. Well, he also, yeah, he happened to have the rings in his pocket and he threw them out there and said whatever uh, incantation that Dean used earlier to open the gate. Michael, Michael at this point, he comes back and tells Sam that he has to fight his brother and Sam is kind of on the edge, holds his arms out, and he goes to fall backwards down into this pit, portal, vacuum tube, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> kind of like at the bank, the vacuum tube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam slash Michael runs out to try to grab him, to stop him, yank him from back. But instead, Sam slash Lucifer grabs him and yanks him down into the pit. Um, so they're gone. The portal doodad closes up. The rings are back then on top of the ground. So they're still there. Because when that happened, when that opened up, I'm like, oh, no, the rings are going in. I'm like, don't lock the keys in with it. <laughs> but they were still there. Uh, we see Dean. He is a bloody mess. Cass shows up. And uh, so he's not dead. And not only is he not dead, but he says that he's new and improved. Uh, Cass is back to full angel health, probably with probably extra powers, it sounds like, because he instantly heals Dean. Then he walks over to Bobby, brings Bobby back to life and in perfect health. Um, 
Dean, we see that then he has the horseman rings. Uh, then Chuck starts talking again. And he starts talking about how endings are really hard and to make fancy because there'll always be, you know, some jerk that doesn't think that it wrapped up correctly or whatever. We see then um, Cass and Dean are driving back at night. Uh, Cass and Dean are talking and Dean is upset that Sam is gone. Then a Chuck uh, says that uh, this is the last that Dean and Bobby will see each other for a very long time. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you still have Cass and Dean in the car. Then you go to Chuck and uh, Bobby. Yeah, Cass said he was going to go to heaven because with Michael gone that there's probably chaos up there. And he's like, what, you're going to be like the new sheriff in town? And he's not, you know, Cass isn't really sure. But then he tells Dean he got what he wanted. He wanted to be free. He wanted there to be no Armageddon. You know, he wanted all this to happen. Um, so, yeah, then all of a sudden Cass is gone. And then we get back to what you're talking about, Chuck with his voiceover and how he says, uh, Dean says goodbye to Bobby. He isn't going to see him for a while. He says, as a matter of fact, next week at this time, Bobby's going to be hunting a Rougarou somewhere. Dean shows up at Lisa's place and says that he'll have that beer now. I was kind of wondering, like, how long ago was it that Lisa was begging him to stay for a beer and now he's back? Was it just like a week or a month or a year? It was, it's been a while. It was a few episodes ago where he, it was that Horror Babylon thing where he had made that deal so that he could kill her. So he's going to make the deal to say yes to <laughs> The Michael. Horror of Babylon, the, the one episode that we could never make happen. Yes, that's the one. Exactly. That freaking episode. <laughs> Sorry, people. The cursed episode. Um, Chuck then keeps talking and says that all of this was a test for our scene, for our scene and damn. <laughs> for our Sam and Dean, and they did a very good job. And while we see Chuck uh, typing away, he then vanishes up in a poof of smoke. And Sam shows up outside of Lisa's house. She, yes, Chuck says Sam didn't pass the test because nothing really ends. Has kind of this, you know, funny, I should say funny, shitty smile on his face. Then he vanishes. Yeah, then we show, you know, Dean with Lisa and Ben. They're like, looks like they're sitting at the dinner table. And we go outside and boom, there's Sam standing out there. And you're thinking, what the heck? Was well, it, he going to be trapped in hell forever? Uh, Okay, so, yeah, obviously his body got out somehow. But even before that, I felt like that was tacked on. Even before that, the moment that we see Chuck typing away and then he poof goes up in a cloud of smoke, that answers the biggest mystery of this whole damn thing of where's God been? Now we know it's Chuck, his God. That's clearly put laid out here, right? They're going to tell us that in the near future, I'm assuming. I'm not going to agree or disagree with yeah, you. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. I mean, because he's known about everything all along. God's been missing all along. We keep getting told he's on Earth. And it sounds like he's just on vacation or being silly or something. <laughs> on vacation or being silly. And that's what Chuck has been the whole time is just kind of a silly dude on vacation but yet he is a perfect prophet of the lord knows everything that's going to happen well that's because he is god 
solved. Case, <laughs> for all of you listening along and watching, case closed. It has to be. There's no other explanation for why they would have Chuck go up in a puff of smoke without any other indication. Oh, really? <laughs> I am so smart at this show. Uh, and then, yeah, then tacking. So I felt like, I was like, wow, well, that's the end. It, I was like, this feels like the end of the show because right then would have been awesome just to cap it all off because, oh, that's that, remember that one neat show where they were God was missing the whole time and come to find out he was the wacky guy trying to bone a, a, bone a virgin for a bit and then just <laughs> went back to hookers. Uh, and But then the whole thing with Sam just tacked on at the end because then it's like, well, is that still Lucifer and Sam or is that Sam Sam? And what is he even doing out of the cage? Like, what? This doesn't make sense. Oh, I guess there's going to be another season to explain all this. Like, I truly believe that the original plan was not to have any more episodes, and that scene would not have been in there. But then they're like, oh, this was good. We'll have someone else run it next season. And they tacked that on as a tease. I believe you're right. I believe that it probably would have just ended that scene with Dean and Lisa and Ben, and that would have been it. You know, Sam was trapped in hell with Lucifer and Michael. Dean went on to live his normal life. That was it. So you're probably right that that scene then with Sam standing outside their window watching them was tacked on to end the end to let us know, oh, there is more to come. Yeah, I mean, cool. Uh, once again, though, we, we kind of get these promises of these big epic battles, and they don't really happen. People just fall into some crappy special effects, and that's it. I mean, I wanted to see some fist blows and, like, earthquakes or, you know, blast waves of shit getting blown up. None of that ever happens. Well, maybe something will happen in the future. You never know. <laughs> you know, like the end of... <laughs> like the end of Bride of the Monster. I want a big explosion. A big <laughs> explosion. <laughs> then they just cut in A-bomb test footage. <laughs> so here's some information at Stull Cemetery. It says that it is about five miles west of Lawrence, Kansas. It has been rumored in the past that black masses were performed in the chapel ruins and that Halloween night, a demon or devil will sit sad in a tree inside the cemetery and answer questions about your future. Oh, that sounds like it kicks ass. We got to totally go do that. Is that every Halloween? I don't know if it's every Halloween. Uh, maybe it was just for one. But, yeah, we could definitely do some research on the Stull Cemetery and see what that's all about, if that allegedly happens every Halloween or if it's even still there. Because this episode aired in 2010. I don't know when this trivia was actually written. It could have been written around that time or after that. So who knows if that cemetery is even still there? Well, you know, in a year or so, when we're done with this uh, series, we'll have to find something to take up our time. So, yeah, maybe we can go around and start checking out haunted locations. All the cool supernatural locations. That would be awesome. I think that'd be pretty cool, yeah. And being that we live in Wisconsin, we're going to, you know, at least be close to a quarter of them. Not too far from Bobby's in Sioux Falls. we got to find that uh, Arkham Asylum or whatever it is in Rockford. <laughs> Arkham is in Gotham, but I know what you mean. Yeah, what's that asylum in Rockford? I can't remember the name of that it. That they film out. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's about it. I mean, this was 
the season finale um it was okay i guess you know I, you know my complaint not enough explosions i wanted big explosions i mean we're promised the end of humanity and the most we get is you know an angel getting popped like a balloon and then coming back two minutes later that's true but you know you can't have i okay let me, how, how am i gonna rephrase this possibly if this was going to be the last episode of the series they may have had a major battle before sam and adam ended up in the cage i don't know but because it's going to continue for now you know this is season end of season five we've got 10 more seasons that big battle is probably no, yet to come they, yeah they totally had it off armageddon though like Actually, Armageddon happened was happening because people were going crazy. Remember when they were watching at the TV store? Um, so did all that stuff stop going crazy? Yes, I'm assuming with you know Michael and Lucifer now in the back in the cage that all that stuff stopped happening because they wouldn't have an influence on Earth anymore. Yeah, it was just them being both on Earth and angry with each other was driving all the humans to go bonkers. That's what I think the overall theme of this episode would have been yes interesting okay um so what's the death count oh jesus um <laughs> let me get back into that i was looking at the next episode already season five it's gonna be one and then not one because bobby got blow got killed and then he got brought back let me get into my trivia, and it says... There was the two demons with Lucifer that Sam killed. We forgot to mention that, but yeah, when Sam and Dean walked in on Lucifer in the apartment. Well, it says body count 10. What? Um. That doesn't make any sense. Because, the, well, then there's all those demons that, that when Lucifer showed Sam all those demons that had been in his past, they ended up dead. Oh, did they? And then it says, body count 10. This is plus Adam, Michael, Sam, Lucifer going into the cage. Well, I wouldn't really count them because they're not dead. They're just locked up. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, what's the next episode? Oh, season six, episode one is called Exile on Main Street. Okay. Because we know this is where Dean is supposed to be living his normal life with Lucy, with Lisa and Ben. Spoiler alert. Well, that's not such a spoiler because that was the end of the last episode where he was with Lisa <laughs> and Ben li trying to live a normal life. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to last for about one episode. Like when, uh, you know, when Sam and Dean went their two separate ways for one episode <laughs> and then they got back together. I think that lasted like an episode and a half, but you're right, it didn't last very long. <laughs> Like, oh, so sad. They're never going to talk again. Oh, now they're talking. <laughs> okay, super cool. So we have a website. No, first we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. We have a website called coupleofidgets.com. Over there you can find all of our episodes. They're available for download or you can play them right on the website. Or there's information on the homepage and how to subscribe to it in your favorite podcast app. Uh, also, you can leave comments over there. We've, uh, in the past, I've been right about a lot of things, and Penny has disagreed, so I've asked our listeners to go on over and su please support me in my correct uh, facts in the past. So, uh, I, 
I can't think of a specific episode where that's happened recently, but it's happened a lot. Mm-hmm. So go listen and mm-hmm. comment. Anything else from you on this season closer? No, this is all I have for this one. All right. Well, as I always say, all hail Chuck. We'll talk to you. <laughs> what are you doing waving? Are you waving goodbye in the invisible audience? <laughs> no, I'm just like, all hail Chuck. Hail Caesar. You know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> hail Chuck. Because now we know who you are, buddy. <laughs>